Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Okay, podcast. I took a tiny break last week to take care of my sick kiddo, but now I'm back and I'm really, really excited to introduce my guest today, PR genius Connie Wong. Hi, Connie. Hi, Sam. Excited to be thanks here. So much, yeah, thanks so much for being here. So you're my first virtual guest, so this is really fun. Thanks for being my guinea pig. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so Connie and I know each other through Glitter Guide. First, it was through email, then social media, and then we finally met in person um, at an event that Glitter Guide hosted in San Francisco earlier this year, which was super fun. Yes, it was so fun, and we loved having you guys be part of that. Oh, thanks. I'm wearing my my jewelry now. My, Yay! <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know how to say it, but I still love the brand. Maison Miru. Ma- Thank you. I'm just like, I can't pronounce words ever, I swear. That's Um, okay. That's me every day. (laughs) (laughs) So I did an Instagram poll a month or so ago, and by far one of the most requested topics was PR tips. So of course, my first thought was my favorite PR professional, which is why I asked you if you wanted to come on and walk us through some stuff. Yay. Thank Um, you. I'm super excited to share. I get... I'm like not exaggerating, a minimum of 50 to 100 PR email pitches a day mm-hmm. in my uh, Glitter Guide inbox. And I, I definitely don't respond to the majority of them because then that's all I would spend my time doing. Right. Um, but you have always been one that I feel like is really professional and personable, which I appreciate. Well, thank you. Um, That's the aim. <laughs> so before we kick it off, can you kind of just tell everyone a little bit about your company and how did you get into PR? Yeah. So um, my agency's name is Modern Press, and we specialize in working with small businesses in the fashion, home decor, kids, and lifestyle spaces. Um, we primarily lead, uh, work with female-led entrepreneurs. Um, and I'm super passionate about working with them. I love being part of that process and help amplifying that brand awareness um, for their businesses and what they do. And then, so how I got my start was um, I studied communications in college, um, actually at UCSD. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a longtime <laughs> San Diegan. Um, oh. So um, I joined the UCSD Advertising Club, which 
really encompassed more than just advertising. It exposed me to different facets of that marketing world, advertising, marketing, um, you know, PR, social media was still very much a baby um, at that point, <laughs> dating yeah. myself here. Um, <laughs> and through that, I um, was able to secure an internship during my junior year of college, um, working at a PR agency in San Diego. Um, and I feel like PR for most publicists, um, you have to really love it to stick with it because it's <laughs> not necessarily easy um, yeah. and it's very deadline driven and sometimes it's very high stress. Um, but I fell absolutely in love with it. Um, and actually, um, the agency hired me as a part-time PR assistant for the rest of my college you know, um, life. Cool. Um, and so from there, I um, moved to Los Angeles and um, took a position at a beauty um, company as part of like their social media team. Again, when social media was very much a baby, um, I think this uh -huh. was about the time when Instagram launched, Pinterest <laughs> launched, <laughs> all the tools that you know um, are such an <laughs> integral part of what we do in our life now was really yeah. just starting to develop then. So I really, you know, got some experience in on the ground floor. But at the time, you know, social media and PR were very much separated. People didn't really know what to do with social media. It was still so much of an experimental phase. And I really missed the relationship aspect of social media that are, you know, of social media at the time, I guess, um, that PR really had. I mean, now it's very much integrated and kind of all goes together. But at the time, mm -hmm. you know, you really didn't have that, those types of interactions. And honestly, I missed a little bit more of that brand work as well. So that led me to freelancing <laughs> for <laughs> different um, agencies and other people. And I realized that, you know, my passion was really founded in um, working directly with, you know, my clients. And through my experiences, um, I also realized that a lot of brands didn't know what to do, or there really weren't that many um, options for accessible, you know, well-rounded PR if you were just starting out um, as a brand. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, agencies, you know, which are really wonderful and absolutely worth the price that they are, but oftentimes, <laughs> it's, you know, it was very inaccessible. That led me to, you know, kind of launch Modern Press. And I really, again, started in those two key spaces for us, one of which is the fashion and fashion accessory space. And the other mm -hmm. is that home decor and lifestyle space um, that did actually cross over into kids. Um, so those are the two core pillars of um, our agency. And that's kind of my, the launch story. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And so how many people do you have working for you now? So um, Modern Press is actually comprised of an all-female team. There's four of us, uh, Michelle, Bailey, and Jess. And I really, you know, it, we just happen to all be females. Um, I really just tried to hire, you know, um, go-getters and um, people who are super detail-oriented and, you know, all the things that necessitate, you know, a successful PR, really. That's awesome. Um, so I feel like a lot of people don't really understand the world of PR. Like, 
what it is, what what you guys do. So like what does a typical day kind of look like for you and your team? Okay, so there's not necessarily a typical day. <laughs> but um the basics of it is that we are here to communicate and share a brand's story with the media. Um, so for me, that means when I wake up, I'm doing a quick check with my email and making sure there aren't any urgent, you know, things that need to be addressed right away. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's kind of, you know, off with the day. Um, I'm a mom, so, you know, dropping my kid off at school, you know, getting, make sure she's all ready, (laughs) that sort of stuff. Um, and then when I get into my office, I really try to, um, one, address, you know, things that need to be addressed that day first. I always say that, like, in PR, there's always something to do. So yeah. um, our to-do list is just ever-growing. <laughs> and uh, which I think is true for most people, I, you know. Um, but really for PR, you know, there's always something else that we can be sharing, something else we can be doing to kind of amplify that brand awareness for our clients. So really, we're here to do that. Um, We're constantly communicating with editors and, you know, um, influencers and other parts, you know, of media, Mm -hmm. as well as with our clients and kind of, you know, culminating, you know, whether that's um, a story. So whether that is a product placement, um, you know, sending a sample of, you know, a client's product to an editor to, you know, possibly shoot and include, or if it's working with, you know, say you (laughs) for a campaign that we're doing um, in whatever way that might be. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of vague, but also really what we do every day is just so nuanced and a very much... um, email and communication based these days. Yeah. It seems like a lot of, uh, like groundwork, like you do a lot of the dirty work for getting kind of all of that stuff out there for brands who might necessarily not be seen by editors or influencers. Um, and it seems like it would be really time consuming <laughs> to do all those pitches yeah. and follow ups. And <laughs> Yeah. So we're, I mean, really like, you know, we're at the core, the beginning of anything. Um, we're help, we're here to help hone in and define, you know, the messaging for the brand. Um, some brands have a very, very clear vision of who they are and what they are doing, but I think also over time brands evolve and, um, so we're constantly refining what that message looks like. Um, but then, yes, you know, we're disseminating that message and sharing it in different ways that are meaningful. Well, I know a question I get asked a lot from new business owners is if they should hire a PR consultant or a firm. Um, and for new entrepreneurs who aren't sure if PR is valuable for them or not, what would you say like some of the benefits and the results are that they can get from working with someone in PR? Well, the benefits of working with someone in PR is that we're here to tell your brand story in a very authentic way. Mm-hmm. Um, in PR, we're not buying placements. Um, we're working with editors and tastemakers in an unbiased manner. So they're really, truly giving you their honest feedback and thoughts on the brand and sharing it in a way that's super authentic to 
you know, your potential audience. And we're helping you hone in on that. We're helping you define, okay, what is the right magazine or TV show or influencer to work with? And how are we going to best get results for you to share your story? So that's, you know, really the benefits of it. Plus, you know, of course, we're an agency. So we do essentially, you know, extension of your team. Yeah. <laughs> so really. beyond just, you know, the, the natural PR aspects of it, we're here also, as least for our agency, we're here to kind of bounce ideas off of and be a sounding board for strategy and other, you know, brand decisions. Yeah. And so would you say then that it's for someone who's brand new, is it important to get PR kind of going out the gate or is that something you would say maybe a little bit further down the line? I think it depends on what your brand is and kind of what your goals are, which I know sounds very vague, but um, some people, uh, for some people and some brands, the story of the brand is essential to success. Right. Um, educating people on why your product is so special and what you're offering the consumer that's different that exists on the market might be something that you can't share in any other way. Um, For instance, I'll give you a really great example. Um, So as you know, we work with Chasing Paper, which is a removable wallpaper company. And um, Elizabeth Reese, the founder, is has an you know amazing vision and she actually is really great at sharing her story and has actually a very sharp vision for what chasing paper is as a brand. However, disseminating what she does is something that we've you know happily been part of because she really distinguished herself when she launched on the market than any other wallpaper removable wallpaper at the time because hers was a peel and stick fabric. And at the Mm -hmm. time, most um, wallpaper on the market was vinyl. Right. So being able to share her story, her history, her background, why the wallpaper was so different, how to, you know, getting that into people's hands and using it was Mm -hmm. a big part of, you know, the successful brand story for her. Yeah. I, I, think that the brand storytelling is something that a lot of new entrepreneurs don't pay enough attention to right out the gate. And it's just so, it's so crucial to their success in getting and what if it's a product or a service, whatever it is, getting it off the ground, right? Because people want to know why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. So I think, I mean, that might have to be a whole other podcast topic for another day about <laughs> brand storytelling. But um, so PR plays a pretty essential role in getting that out there for companies. Yes, definitely. I mean, I will say that I think it's great if you if you know who you're you're targeting, um, who you want your audience to be in a very finite way. That, yes. ha- that will help with success, absolutely. Um, and having a clear message on all channels, you know, not just PR, but, you know, PR is just one piece of the puzzle. So making sure you have a plan in place for all those different other aspects like sales or, you know, um, email marketing or, you know, what you're going to do for advertising, all of that should be defined. Right. Totally. Um, so like I said, I get a a shit ton of PR emails. Yes, <laughs> a day. I can only imagine. And I, see, 
and I see all different types, right? Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's different types of publicists. Um, But I, so I'm really curious from your perspective, what are some common misconceptions you've seen about like the PR industry? Um, That it's glamorous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think people think it's super glamorous and fun. Like you see on sex in the city or, you know, God, I'm again dating myself, like, you know, on MTV, like, you know, reality shows and that it's super dramatic. And um, I mean, that can be, but like, it doesn't have to be. Um, There are glamorous moments and very, very fun moments um, of PR, but it's also a lot of work. Um, We're often in stressful, high, you know, deadline driven environments on a daily, if not hourly basis. Um, And it's, but what people don't see are like the weeks and months of work that come before that. And there's also super unglamorous work, like unpacking boxes or like, you know, moving furniture through city streets, which I get is actually kind of fun because you're like, Oh, these crazy (laughs) moments would never really happen to me in any other way. Um, But it's also like actually hard work. And of course you're, you know, in a very deadline driven environment and a goal oriented environment. So Um, two of my favorite things, but you know, also (laughs) a lot kind of stressful because sometimes it's Christmas and I've definitely answered emails on Christmas to a reporter and editor because I want to make things happen. And really, you know, that's important to me. Um, and it's also, it's also where I'm being held accountable as, you know, um, a publicist is being able to tell your story in the best way possible. So of course I want to make things happen. Um, Yeah. So finding that work-life balance <laughs> for all other publicists out there, um, we hear you. Yeah, it kind of seems like it would definitely be a job where you don't, there's no off period. Yeah, <laughs> some more than others. <laughs> I mean, you know, thankfully, I always try to remind myself that it's not heart surgery. We're not necessarily saving lives. I work in fashion yeah. Home decor and lifestyle PR. Um, I have to do that with myself as well. <laughs> so like, it, no one's life is going to end if you don't get that post up. Yeah, I mean exactly. But I think the other part that I think a lot of you know other people aside from publicists and you know people in journalism don't really realize is that you know publicists aren't magicians. We don't just pull things out of the hat. Right. Um, everything is super thoughtfully developed and takes time to culminate into, um, this really, this brand story for you. Um, you don't come out of the gate and being like, hi, I'm Chanel. Um, (laughs) that, that story took a lot of time and little decades to, you know, create. And not only that, but continues to evolve. So I think that's just always something to keep in mind with PR. Yes. I think that's especially for new entrepreneurs who haven't had any experience with PR. Like that's a very important thing to remember is that it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight just because you hired a publicist. Exactly. And I mean, I think that's with anything, right? You know, when you're building a business, you're not going to be an overnight success necessarily. Everything's going to, there's building blocks to everything. Um, So I really try to approach PR that way as well. I love that. Um, So I'm curious because you do work with a lot of brands who are doing, you know, all different types of marketing campaigns. 
what would you say are some of the top marketing strategies that you're seeing these days? And are there any that are on their way out and like super outdated? Um, press releases, generally speaking, are fairly outdated unless you work in like yeah. tech, probably, you know, business uh-huh. um, where you're really trying to disseminate messages through the wire. I think that's, I mean, they're still useful in that they formulate, you know, information in a very concise way. Um, But I think most editors prefer, you know, short, concise messaging. Um, You know, I'm sure in all those emails that you get in your inbox, you're not reading paragraphs of information. Um, No, I am not. You don't have the time. You don't have the time. So, you know, I, I think for us, you know, we're no longer doing press releases. We're saying, hi, here are these quick facts. Um, this is what's so great about what we're sharing. This is like, you know, what's appealing about it and why we think it's going to fit your audience. Um, and then, you know, from there, if that's, you know, enough of a hook for you, then we're continuing that, you know, conversation in a deeper way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think press releases are definitely something that are, you know, pretty far gone. (laughs) Um, Are there any strategies, like newer strategies that you're seeing that you think are pretty effective? I mean, I think sometimes some of the traditional strategies, like getting product and having people experience your brand is still something super Mm -hmm. important. Well, so like influencer marketing is still relatively new in the grand scheme of things, right? So, like, is influencer marketing that something you usually recommend to your brands as part of their strategy? Yes. I mean, I think having a well-rounded strategy is really important. Um, Mm -hmm. But that being said, I do think influencer marketing has evolved over time. It certainly doesn't look the same way it does, you know, four or five years ago um, where it was at the height and people basically built careers out of just being an influencer. You know, I think people are realizing now that you can't be beholden to something that can be changed at any moment. Um, From a brand perspective, you want to be able to, of course, share your message on all those different platforms, but also have a direct line of communication to the consumer as well. So it's really important to diversify your your outreach and kind of how, what your strategy is. I will say one of the things that this is kind of off topic, but I just, I need somebody to know. (laughs) One of the things that drives me crazy is when I get PR emails and they send them through like MailChimp or something so they can track if they've been opened. That drives me up the wall. I feel like I feel scolded if I don't respond. Yeah. You, I don't like, you don't have to. You shouldn't because it's not personalized. Um, and in fact, if this makes you feel any better, I think maybe, I don't know, a long time ago, maybe seven, eight years ago, it became a little bit of a trend because you can send out mass emails, obviously, through, you know, MailChimp and other, you know, right mailing list providers. Um, and I remember polling people. And one of the people that had responded was Eva Chen. And at the time, I think she was maybe the beauty director at Teen Vogue, um, RIP, the print version. <laughs> um, and she was like, absolutely not. I absolutely hate when I get, you know, um, 
pitches that way because it feels so cold and impersonal. It feels like I'm getting a marketing yes. message versus, you know, having the communication with, you know, um, someone more personally. So I totally get it. <laughs> so for our audience who are visual people, who are some popular brands that you would say are totally killing it with their PR right now? Um, I think the wing is killing it um, in all ways. Oh, yeah. um, in all aspects. Yeah. I mean, in on all different types of channels with all different types of messaging while still staying true to who their brand is. I mean, right. they have, you know, Audrey Gallman is so amazing in telling her story. I love that she was the first, you know, I think pregnant female entrepreneur yes. on the cover of Inc. Yeah, on Inc. Um, so that's amazing. Okay. And they're addressing, you know, kind of um, their audience in all these different ways. And, um, you know, whether that's, you know, on from the business side, like that ink article, or, you know, mm-hmm. also talking about like more fun things like their interior design process and how they're, de- you know, right. designing really for women and taking that feedback into play to, you know, just the product itself, you know, all the, their merchandise. Um, so they're totally killing it with, you know, what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. And they, it all goes back to like their storytelling, their brand, you know what their brand is about without question because they've marketed it on every single platform in a very clear way. Yes, it's all unified, which I think is so important. They clearly have defined who their audience is and who they want to reach. And um, I'm, again, sure there's nuances to, you know, changes and all of that, but, it's very clear. You totally get, you know, what they're doing and how they're trying to change, you know, um, really, I feel like the workplace for women. (laughs) I know one of the biggest things that new business owners kind of have as a hurdle is budget. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who don't necessarily have the budget for a PR team, but they want to get the word out about their brand? Um, so first start with developing your elevator pitch. That's two to three Mm -hmm. sentences, super concise, what your brand is all about. If you can't say it in two to three sentences, you've already lost the attention of an editor. Um, yes. (laughs) Again, as you know, from the fifth, I did an episode about that, but I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) you have a hundred emails, you know, and, or more probably, you know, on a daily basis. Um, there's no way you're reading through all of that. You maybe can skim like those first two to three sentences and then you got to move on. Right. If it's not the right fit. So making sure that that message is super clear and concise, that's the foundation. Um, And then really from there, I mean, do your research. So if you want to reach out to someone, say, like you, uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. making sure Mm -hmm. you read through, you know, um, articles that you've recently written. Um, What are you guys sharing recently from a content perspective? Um, How can Mm -hmm. you share your story or product in a way that's relevant to that editor specifically? Um, And also – being, you know, okay with saying, hey, if you're not the right person, can you pass me along to the right person or can you share who that might be? Um, and I find right. that most people are, you know, kind enough to do that for you because they want, you know, if they think it's going to be a fit and they want you to be able to reach the right person, 
Um, so I would say that would be like the basics of if you don't have a budget, but you want to share. Um, those are two things that are a great way to start. Yeah, I think that's really good advice because I know that personally, you know, like I'll get cookie cutter canned message pitches, which I just delete. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not even going to bother with these. And then I'll get ones that are on the opposite end of the spectrum that were like, they've gone through my Instagram. They're like, oh my gosh, I love that you went here this weekend. I hope you had a good time. And I actually like that because I'm like, you took the time. So it shows that you're invested in your brand and what you're pitching. Right. Absolutely. And I think something to keep in mind is that when you're reaching out to someone of influence is that you're starting to develop a relationship with that person. Um, So you should think about it that way. You know, if you were on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, how would you would like to be approached? And I always try to think about it the same way. You know, if someone's very busy and they have a limited amount of time, you know, how can I how can I share what we're doing, um, again, in a very concise way, but also, you know, they're a human being. (laughs) Um, so, you know, asking how's your day, you know, um, saw that you were here this week or how was your trip last month? Something like that. Um, it just could be like soften the introduction a little bit. What should someone who, if they are going to take the leap and hire someone for PR, what should they look for when hiring a PR team? Is there any specific skills or traits that you would recommend? I mean, I think ultimately you want to find someone that's going to fit with your personality because you are going to be working intimately with them every day. Um as well as, you know, their expertise. So making sure that matches up with the needs and goals of what you want to get out of PR. Um, For instance, I personally am not the right person to reach out to if you want to do like tech PR or anything like that, because I don't have, you know, a robust in, you know, um, Rolodex of relationships there um, because that's not my specialty. I, you know, specialize in a very specific subset of PR. Mm-hmm. And also making sure, again, that, you know, our personalities all work together, our, you know, our how we interact is going to go off, you know, very smoothly as much as possible. Um, yeah. And that, you know, your PR agency also helps you set realistic goals. Um, one of the things I always tell anyone really who's interested in PR is anyone who can promise you results is like defined results is probably pulling your leg because PR is really earned media. So I can't promise anything. I can give you probabilities based on my experience, um, but I'm not going to make, you know, promises. Um, So just, you know, that, that magical combination of things, I think um, is really what you're looking for. Um, And then of course, you know, you can do your due diligence, like look at their websites, see past press, look at some of their clients that they've represented past or present, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Would you say that when you're hiring a PR, like a consultant or publicist, um, should they be your ideal client or is that kind of something that's just a nice to have? I think first and foremost, you want someone who understands the space and the customer you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally do not take on brands that 
I don't personally like because I think that creates more success for me personally. I'm able to talk about a brand much more authentically if I like the product or story itself. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I also am going to be able to put myself in the position of the customer a little bit easier. Um, So, I mean, not necessary, but it is something that hopefully you find as you're, you know, going through the process. Which means that everybody should be defining their ideal audience and their story before finding a publicist. Yes. Your publicist and your PR team is is there to help you hone in and, you know, refine that. Um, But yes, you should be very thoughtful about who your audience is going to be. And you'd be surprised about how people think, oh, my audience is anyone who's from you know, the age of 15 to the age of 75. And the reality is that that might be who is buying or, you know, who might be actually your audience. But there's, you know, as you know, there's a very specific subset of people that are going to be the majority of, you know, who your audience is going to be. So um, whatever that is, is what we would like to aim for from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, well, Connie, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your expertise. I think this was incredibly valuable and I'm really grateful. Oh, thanks so much, Sam, for having me on and being able to share a little bit more about what PR is. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Um, where can our audience connect with you? You can connect with us on our website at, um, modernpr.com, M-O-D-E-R-N-E-P-R.com as well as on our Instagram at Modern Press. Um, And feel free to email us or DM us anytime. And I will put up resources in the show notes that we talked about today. And I'll also put those links up um, if you want to contact Connie or her team on prettyokpodcast.com. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at prettyokpodcast. And I will be back next week. So thanks again, Connie. Thanks, Sam. Bye, guys.